Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. So the holidays seem to be very stressful time for most people, not only because of going off of your diet, but also the stress of being around family. Oftentimes holidays bring a lot of anxiety, not only in social settings, but also around food, exercise, travel, perhaps just straying away from your typical routine could be a stressor. So in this episode, I will give you some suggestions on how to best navigate through the holidays. And I will give you a sample week of fasting routine that you can incorporate during the holidays, the week before Thanksgiving and the week before Christmas. So consider that your challenge. And just a quick disclaimer, all the content provided here by Monica is intended for entertainment purposes only. None of this is intended to replace qualified medical or health-related advice. So I haven't done a fasting challenge in a while because I've been coaching my private Mind Body Boss program clients, and I've been doing a lot of private group fasts with them. So I do get a lot of DMs from people asking about when the next challenge will be. So here's the next challenge. It will be, it will start the week before Thanksgiving. And I figured I would do a challenge that kind of slowly transitions you into fasting. And so we will start the Wednesday, November 17th before Thanksgiving, which is the day that this podcast episode comes out. And we will end November 24th, which is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You can also repeat this week fast before Christmas. And you should easily lose about 5 to 10 pounds during this challenge. So here's the plan. So number one, follow me on Instagram at Monica, M-O-N-I-K-A, Banach, B-A-N-A-C-H, official, as that's when I'm going to be posting most of the info relating to the fasting challenge. I'll be posting some live stories on my Instagram and I'll be doing the challenge with you guys as well. So again, we'll start Wednesday, November 17th and we'll go through November 27th. So this is not a whole week challenge. What we'll do is we are going to start with the first two days will be Tumad, which is two meals a day. And that's two meals of your choice. You can do lunch and dinner or breakfast and lunch, whatever you prefer. The second two days will be one Omad, one meal per day. And a lot of people prefer doing dinner for that. But again, it's your choice. You get, you can do whatever works for you. You can do lunch. You can do breakfast. And then on Sunday, we'll do a 72-hour fast. Again, if 72 hours is too much for you and you've never done anything over 24 hours, you can shoot for 36 or 48 or maybe challenge yourself and go just a little more. Or you can just stick to OMAD or 
You can go up to 36, whatever you prefer. Again, this challenge is for general information only. So, of course, always talk to your doctor before starting a new diet, exercise, or a fasting program. I have to say this as a medical professional because obviously I don't want anyone out there doing something crazy and hurting themselves. <laughs> so, you will break your fast on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I did that intentionally because I do not want people breaking their fast on Thanksgiving day, like eating that large amount of food because it can really upset your stomach, make you sick and cause some not so pleasant bathroom trips. Okay. I've been there. I've done it. And I don't want you to make that mistake. So the most important part about the 72 hour fast is how you break your fast. So when you complete a 72 hour fast, your body is very sensitive because your gut bacteria is lowered, your digestive enzymes have this decreased significantly, and your body has just done a lot of healing via autophagy, and it is very your body is very sensitive, so it will literally absorb everything, the good and the bad. So the if you put bad stuff in your body, like bad bacteria, like from junk food, it will absorb it and you're going to have overabundance of bad bacteria and you don't want that. Think of your body as a newborn baby. So keep the volume low and start off with easy to digest foods. If you have issues with your gut, maybe introduce probiotic foods to kind of introduce more good bacteria into your gut and level out that gut dysbiosis. I love breaking my fast with bone broth because it's very healing for your gut and it helps wake up your digestion. And then usually I will have some kind of probiotic foods. And some examples of probiotic foods include kefir. Of course, if you're not sensitive to dairy, kefir is great. You can do some kimchi, some sauerkraut, some cabbage, some miso is also great for probiotics. If you don't enjoy any of those foods, you can also introduce some supplements if you want. I'm not a huge fan of supplements, but that's definitely an option. So those would be great. And then the rest of the day, when you break your fast, just have small amount of whole foods. And by whole foods, I mean foods that don't have ingredients like avocado is a whole food, vegetables, because they don't have added ingredients. You can have some low glycemic fruit, such as blueberries, strawberries. You want to keep that first meal or two on the lower carb side and no added sugar. You will feel better and your body will thank you. I also lately have been doing like a green juice. I'll juice like some celery, parsley, ginger, cucumber, lemon, and lime. And that is also very hydrating and it's got tons of nutrients. So I enjoy doing that as well. Again, I try to put like the most nutritious foods that I can find in the first first meal when I break my fast. So when you break your fast, your body's still doing the healing. Your stem cells are still healing. They're still doing the work. So that's why I believe that actually breaking the fast is almost more important than the fast itself. And when it comes to healing 
and changing, you know, your microbiome, especially if you have some gut dysbiosis. But anyway, I don't want to discuss the challenge too much on this podcast because I want to kind of go into some stuff about holidays. But I will be posting more stuff on my Instagram. And obviously, I have tons of stuff about fasting on my Instagram when it comes to like what to mix in your water, like with your electrolytes, sodium, how much and what to expect, like what's normal, like what are normal symptoms, detox symptoms versus when you should break your fast. So that will all be posted on my Instagram and just kind of look through my old posts if you have any questions. So the Turkey Day or Thanksgiving in the United States marks the beginning of five-week period of holiday parties. And of course, other festive social events such as dinners and work parties and so forth. Oftentimes people just say, well, it's just, it's holidays. I want to enjoy myself. And usually people have this all or nothing mindset and they tell themselves that January is just few short weeks away. And since the holidays are so busy, I will just enjoy myself now and start back in January. Okay, well, that's fine, but let's talk about this some more. Holidays can bring a lot of emotional eating, for especially for people that are emotional eaters, because you are around people that you haven't seen in a while. Maybe some people that trigger you. I'm sure you all... <laughs> like myself, have family members and friends that trigger certain things in you, certain topics like political discussions or certain topics about food. Like if you became, if you recently became a vegan and your family doesn't improve, you know, you bet they're going to be picking at you about it, right? So it is stressful. It's a lot. And there's another side of it. If you've lost someone and this is the first holiday without them, you might just feel off. This can be particularly hard for you when someone, when everyone around you is so happy and then seeing all these posts of big, happy Thanksgiving dinner posts on social media when you may be celebrating with just one or two people or maybe you're even by yourself. So it is a tough time for a lot of people I did do an episode on this, on 10 tips on how to get through holidays without gaining weight and feeling guilty. So it is podcast episode 19, and I will link the podcast episode in the description. So if you want to kind of go back and listen to that one, it was really good with some really good tips. So let's just start off with some facts, okay? So holidays, we have Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day, right? So that's five total days. And maybe let's add another day for a work party, okay? One day. So that's six days in two months or event of uh, planning, okay? Let me say this again. That is six days in two months of event planning, not whole two months, okay? So if you are one of those that makes an excuse and says, oh, it's just holidays, whatever, that's not cool. 
okay? Because it's not the two whole months. You don't get to eat and just do whatever you want for two months when it's only six days of parties or holidays, dinners. And a lot of times people will gain more weight in those two months that they have in a whole year. And then you're backtracking. January 1st comes around and you feel worse than you ever have felt before because you've gained 10 pounds. So don't make that mistake. You can still enjoy yourself. You can still have fun and be around your family or go to those parties without sacrificing all of your amazing results, all the hard work that you've put in. And most importantly, just your mental health. You know what that does to your mind when you just, you gain 10 pounds over two months and you feel like shite, right? So one of the best advice I can tell you when it comes to holidays, those six dinners or six days of holidays is to plan ahead of time before you go to those dinners or those parties. Establishing a holiday protocol, like writing down each holiday or party that you have to attend to on a paper and writing down, like, what is your plan? What are you going to eat? What type of fasting will you incorporate before and after that event? Hopefully before Thanksgiving, you will do my challenge with me and that's going to take that out of the way. And when you make that plan, when you make that holiday protocol, it's okay to allow yourself a special treat. You do not have to feel guilty or restrict yourself from eating some of your favorite foods during the holidays. If there's a certain cookie that your mom makes during Christmas and you want to have two of those, then have them. But don't go in to your mom's house and eat a freaking box of those cookies without any plan and just hoping for the best because you will certainly fail. And yes, planning might seem like work (laughs) on the front end, but trust me, it will save you a lot of mental energy later. If you get anxiety around food, this will also allow you to feel better because you will know exactly what you will have and you, you will... You need to include those foods on your plan as well, the foods that you enjoy, so you don't feel guilty about it, okay? Another reason why making decisions ahead of time is important is that it puts the frontal brain in charge, the precordal cortex, which is the thinking part of the brain, the higher mind. I mean, I know there's so many different names for it. The higher mind, the thinking part of the brain, And it's not putting the emotional part of the brain or the animal brain in charge because that animal brain is often is the brain that acts out of habit and emotions and survival instincts. It is kind of like that backseat driver, which last time I checked, no one likes the backseat driver. So when you plan ahead, you put that frontal thinking part of the brain in charge And this part of your brain encompasses thoughtful considerations. And this part of the brain wants what's best for you. And the decisions in this part of the brain lead to positive outcomes. So it is so important to utilize the prefrontal cortex, not only during holidays, but in life, in life decision-making. 
You want this part of the brain to be in charge of your eating, your exercising. You don't want the habit brain, the emotional brain to be in control of this. And again, one of the ways to achieve this is to plan ahead of time. Plan ahead of time so you can utilize the frontal brain and not the habit brain, okay? And another big advice that I want to give to all these overachievers out there is this drop the all or nothing mindset. That mindset is just terrible when it comes to anything. And I am one of those people. I'm like one of those all or nothing. I can fast for like seven days straight, but then I can eat for seven days straight and not healthy stuff. So You know, a lot of times our guilt will tell us that we shouldn't eat certain foods, but then we cave and literally devour everything inside. When this all or nothing mindset kicks in, it is the worst because you feel like you have no control over your eating. So don't acquire the thoughts of, oh, it's the holiday, why I'm being such a downer, I should just enjoy myself. You can enjoy yourself, but take all that, like that. We put so much joy in the food. Why is that? Let's put some of that joy into being with our family, going through what this holiday actually is. Thanksgiving, giving thanks for things that we're thankful for and not just the food. Take some of that joy from that food. It's fine to enjoy some of it, but it shouldn't be all of it. The holidays should not be 100% based on food enjoyment. I mean, if there was no food on the table and your family was there, would you not have a good time? You would still enjoy the time spent with them, right? So that's all I got for today. Be sure to check back on my Instagram for more information and the fasting schedule for our challenge. You can do this challenge a week before Thanksgiving. I will be doing that with you guys on Instagram and on my Instagram stories. And you can also incorporate this fasting challenge before Christmas, if you like, or before New Year's. It will be super beneficial for you. Make sure you plan, get your activity in, don't completely derail your plan. Even if it's just going for a walk, if you're visiting your family and you don't have your typical gym that you normally go to, you can still go for a walk. I'm sure there'll be places where you can go and breathe some fresh air or get a three-day pass to a gym. So yeah, I'll be posting more on the stories to help you get through this challenge and welcome the holidays like a boss instead of letting the food be in control of you. (laughs) 